Hi everyone, it's your fangirls Sanji and Sue Wern. In this corner, we talk about everything fangirl related from K-dramas to animes to K-pop. We hope that you listen and enjoy it. Now let's get into our episode. everybody today we have a very special episode i'm very excited um senji and i are gonna just be talking about k-dramas animes and k-pop and i am so 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 excited like being past president of the holly club at my at at uh um (laughs) this is definitely like my bread and butter and we can always see senji like squeak like (laughs) squeak squirming in terms of <laughs> uh, we're Honestly, just ready about it yes we're we're like so, i'm like i've been pushing sue for this because like i know so many people who are such like big like fangirls whether that's like k-pop k-drama or anime mm-hmm. like there's this entire like subculture that that needs <laughs> like you know the proper amount of recognition and that's what we're gonna yes. do in this episode in this segment that we have come through come through sue and sanji yeah <laughs> yeah i guess like to get it started um i guess i can talk a little bit about how i, I how i got into it in sanji too so i think it was in like uh my last year well not last year last second last year of like high school secondary school in malaysia and i i actually always listened to like k-pop here and there in like um here it's middle school but like in malaysia it was primary school so like i heard wonder girls psy girls generation like throughout like my childhood here and there and like blah blah blah. but when you don't develop your actual music taste until like you're in high school you know and so that was when i found um shiny and then my friend who was already a shawal she was like you know shout out to Jillian if you're listening to this episode she's the one who really really got me into it like you can be a casual k-pop listener like follow them on spotify and all that but to really be like a k-pop stan like call yourself like the fandom name or whatever you are the type of person who would wait for the comeback you would like know like references from like variety shows and shows that they've done and and like follow their appearances know when the concerts are blah blah blah, buy the albums, trade photo cards, like, that was me, like, that's how I got, I immediately, Shawal, like, and then, from then on, EXO fan, SM, and then, expanded to JYP, GOT7, all that kind of stuff, and I, I could talk, like, forever about this, I'm just gonna try to keep it a little bit on the shorter side, um, but, I, oh, we should also say what our favorite groups are, um, mm-hmm. For me yeah. at that time, it was shiny. Shiny and my bias was Minho. And then when I found found EXO, it was DO. And um, two groups that I still have like a very like soft, like special place in my heart for right now is 17 and Twice. Because they both debuted in like um, 2015. Oh my gosh, 2015? Yeah. And that was when I followed, I followed them since like, before they even like debuted and stuff so it was just it's crazy now to see how popular they are and be like wow i was really with them since the beginning but 
yeah and okay once you get into k-pop you just kind of get into k-drama like i think that's that's the story (laughs) Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah so um i'll I'll start off like in chronological order which ones i start out started out with so Mm -hmm. i actually like discovered anime when i was like like in elementary school Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think my first anime was Sailor Moon. Like, I remember my dad, my dad took me to like Blockbuster, RIP Blockbuster. Um, and he was like, he was like, hey, uh, you know, pick, I know, right? It's like, yeah, I, I like, there, there are children that don't know what Blockbuster is. I've, never, I am referencing it. I've never been to the US at a time. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, it's not, it's not, you know, obviously they're dead for a reason, right? <laughs> But, but like, um, yeah, so my dad was like, uh, I went to like the kids corner or whatever. My dad was like, yeah, like pick whatever you want out and we can come home and watch it. And I was like, like little girl, Sanji was like, oh, so I just pick like whatever looked the prettiest. And like, it was, it was one of the Sailor Moon movies, like on like DVD. And I was like, huh, this looks pretty. So I like picked it up, brought it home, watched it. And then the beginning of my like of my fangirl dumb like started so um I've I was like a huge huge anime fan like ever since I was young and but I discovered k-pop like senior year of high school yeah it was senior year of high around school around the same time like for both of us yeah um but the so like I had I knew people who were into k-pop before but I had never really like listened to it you were, until you were not, like, full-on believer yet you were yeah I wasn't yeah yeah I mean I had a friend show me like a BTS like music video and I was like that's great but like you weren't converted by BTS either no I was not converted by (laughs) BTS it was actually um this girl group called to anyone okay and I I mean they were such Mm -hmm. a big move then and like it was so sad because like when I discovered them was when they like disbanded and I was like I was like I was watching like all of their like old live performances like I was watching their like you know tv show like their the the like the v live version for to anyone um, I was like, I was like all up in their business, listening so to their music, sad. watching their their videos on repeat, all of that, and then they like disbanded, and like my like high school heart was just like, tr- like tragedy. No. Like I was, it was so tragic for me personally, I guess. But um, so yeah, so from there, like they were the ones that converted me to K-pop, especially mm-hmm. CL, the main rapper. Like I was mm-hmm. like. Like, I never understood before, like, I, I, like, was exposed to them how mm-hmm. people were, people, like, fangirls over, like, actual people. people. Yes. Like, yes. like, idols. Like, like, I think that was like weird. One Direction, oh. like, bands. Like, I never understood that. But, I, I, I mean, I understood. Or, like, a directioner. Yeah. Or, like. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, I, I couldn't understand them. I was, like, I. Like, to me, since I'm a big anime fan and I have all my anime, like, husbandos, like, yeah, they're they're different because they're not real. Mm-hmm. But, like, these people are, like, actual people. And I was, like, how can you, like, 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 a real person who has flaws like that? look like a person? People are ugly. People are mm-hmm. mean. <laughs> right, right. Like, all of that. And, I, and but then, like, I discovered 21 to anyone. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then from there, it was Monster X. And then, um, and then I, like, you know, listen to 
like Seventeen, um, listen to Huna. I love Huna. And then I oh finally found Jesse. I love Jesse so much. <laughs> Jesse, if you ever like listen to this episode, just know that I worship the ground you walk on. Um, yeah, Jesse so like it just like a gem. And I also I love Huna too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like all of these, like uh, all of these sexy like female um artists mm-hmm. but also like it's not that the fact it's not that the fact that they were sexy that attracted me to them it was the fact that they had such confidence and like such style mm-hmm. and like such incredible abilities like these people like sing dance and like sing and dance in like high heels in like really uncomfortable outfits and like write their own songs and all of that and I was just like I was just I don't know. It was, it was, I can't describe like what, you know, really, like, like what was it about them that like really. They just have that like aura, you know? Yeah. Like, just have that, that charisma. Like, charisma. Charisma. Mm-hmm. And it just made me like, I wanted, I, I like listened to their music, like watch shows that they were on just mm-hmm. to like get a little bit of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. absorb their confidence, their, their style and their ability. I'm you're nodding because like. Yeah, 100% like that is exactly what idols do that's exactly what uh, k-pop does to you like you just mm-hmm. like you want more and more and more but then nowadays we're more like you know like stepping back and being like okay we want our idols to have rest but then mm-hmm. we also want to see stuff from them so it's like a, a, a push and pull like I feel bad that mm-hmm. you know they're so like overworked and they have to take a mental health break and it's great that they know when to take a break too but also like I could honestly talk forever about the K-pop industry too as a whole, but today we're just keeping it to the intro mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> how we got into it in our favorite groups. But mm-hmm. like, oh, so I didn't talk about my favorite group. Okay. Oh yeah, go ahead. You did. So, you Twenty One or the yeah, I guess I guess Twenty One is like really big, and then I, I I just said like Jesse. I worship the ground you walk on, uh-huh. so Jesse is pretty mm-hmm. big as well. Um, I also like the first boy band that I got into was actually Monster X. Mm. Like Show New was my bias and I am with my bias record. Like I was like arm, up in there. Arm. I was like these boys could like could like step on me and I'd be okay. <laughs> yeah. You just like you just like the really like thick ones, honestly. I think. <laughs> yeah, I can't, you know, I don't <laughs> deny that. Yeah, I I've it was it was such like it was an awakening I guess and uh, <laughs> I swear it's not as like you know gross as it sounds but um it was just it was just we all the have confidence the style the the just aura the charisma like I mm-hmm. I that's what really attracted me to these people and these groups mm-hmm. and um and then after you know I think it was so that was senior year of high school. And then freshman year of college, um, I got into K-dramas because I yeah. met someone, I met like some random person and she was like, here's a list of K-dramas you should watch. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then, and then Harvey hit, right. And, um, oh. and I was like stuck in my room and I was like, you know what, like I got, you know, probably a week to do nothing Mm -hmm. so let me just get started on that list so the first thing on that list was signal um which is like yeah it's it's really good it's like a pretty oldish k-drama it's about like this walkie-talkie that connects this detective in the present from the detect with the detective in the past Mm 
and they work together to like solve cold cases that is so interesting who thinks of these plot lines honestly like I know dramas win they just win you know (laughs) I know it's like it's like incredibly detailed complex plot lines so like after after I watched Signal, I, I, like, went and, like, watched, like, Healer and, like, you know, weightlifting fairy Kimbukju and, like, mm-hmm. you know, all of the old, like, the goodies, but kind of oldies. And then, um and then, like, after, I guess Signal really, like, made me into a K-drama believer because prior to that point, I had tried a K-drama. I forgot which one it was. Mm-hmm. But I was like, this is not great. So I just find it genre that like speaks to you and like really because even within K dramas there's so many different types. Like I wouldn't even say that I watch I can watch every single one and enjoy every single one. There are some types that I just I just can't watch. It's just not for me. And like conversely to like Sanji, like I didn't even get into anime until like college, second first year, second year of college. Because like the people who like K dramas and K pop were the ones who also watched anime mm-hmm. and like like, you know, followed different animes and I was just, I was the one who was very like skeptical at first. Like, I don't know if I can fall in love with like 2D characters, you know, like how people <laughs> like, Oh my god, I love my my husband, oh, like this guy, you know, like the, the you know, like those like really dark, mm-hmm. hair, like usually like the dark hair cult characters in animes who are like the yeah the, the K drama guy, you know, in an anime. And I was like, how can you like that? You like the cartoon. Now I get it though. <laughs> okay, who who made you get it? Like which anime, which character? I need to know. Mm. I need to know what Sue likes. <laughs> Um, recently I watched Attack on Titan, but actually none of the characters, like, stood out to me in that way. Now I'm trying to remember who it was. (laughs) Um, um, oh my gosh, I, okay, I will have to come back to this, because I I really can't remember for some reason. I can honestly remember K-dramas better. (laughs) Okay. Or that. Okay, that's fair. (laughs) I guess, yeah, I mean, that's fair. I'm I'm sure we'll come back to this in a later episode and too. Sue will tell us who who was. <laughs> I will you know. all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess that's like we touched on a lot of things in like this brief intro for both mm-hmm. of us. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess like I think something maybe our listeners might want to know is that like how exactly like or, like, what exactly it is that mm-hmm. makes, you know, K-dramas, animes, K-pop so special. And I, I think mm-hmm. I mentioned, like, the K-pop, you know, being the charisma and confidence for me. But, like, like I think something that that other people, like, when they discover that I'm an anime fan and they don't know, um, they, they, they think of, like, like, I don't know, like, Family Guy or something like that, um, that that's supposed to be, like, anime or whatever, they, they think, like, why would you, why would you like a cartoon? It's for, like, little kids. Mm-hmm. So, I guess, to that, because I want to, I want to address that, um, um, like, it's, it's, it's because, cart, I, anime is simply a method to tell a story. Like, anime comes from animation. So an animation is basically just a drawn out story, you know, uh, with characters, with plot, with um, action, whatever, whatever you want it to be. So just like a movie can be good based on, you know, 
the the actors and the casting. I just thought of who it is. Okay, tell me, tell me. I have to know. Um, Todoroki. <laughs> Girl. Um, hero. Okay, I don't. He's like he's like the Robin of like anime. Like if you watched Teen Titans as a kid, you probably kind of had a crush on Robin. So mm-hmm. it's like same for Todoroki. Like if you watch Boku no Hero, my my Hero Academia. Um. You probably will have a crush on Todoroki. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And I don't any special awakening for him. I feel like I already just knew. But mm-hmm. I have like a drawing of him somewhere also. Um, in like a journal somewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, but yeah. Even on a lot yeah. of mangas also. Manga, if, if you don't know what a manga is. Mangas. Yeah. Like they, mangas. Manhwas. In an American way. I'm not American. Manga. And then it gets turned into like an anime or like a lot of webtoons also webtoons. like that turn into anime. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Sanji, go on. <laughs> Sorry yeah. for that. I Mine. mean, like that. That's a very you know. I wanted to know who it was, so I'm glad <laughs> you remembered. But I guess like you know, just going back to my original train of thought is that like like this anime is just a method to tell a story, and mm-hmm. just like any story. Um, it can be good or bad depending on characters, plot, you know, uh, and like movies, how um, the the actors are, who the actors are, what the scenes are like, what the uh, artists are for it, mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a wide variety of factors, but uh, it's it's I think like not something that's just limited to a specific age. But I think um, another thing that I that really attracts me to like anime, K dramas, um, and like mangas and manhwas and all of that is that just the fact that it's 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 an escape. Like sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes it's you know it's easy to get overwhelmed by the stress in our lives. Yeah, at, at least like for me um, with school, you know things that happen in, in our personal lives it's easy to like you know just want to like shut shut everything out mm-hmm. and like focus on something besides yourself and when i was younger i uh i found this solace in like reading books uh i guess uh i guess you know tmi for me um <laughs> is that i moved to this country when i was like very young like 4 or 5 Mm-hmm. And I I could speak English, but I didn't really understand, like, what it was like here. Like, I couldn't, it wasn't easy for me to connect with my classmates and have friends. Mm-hmm. So what I did to kind of, like, you know, get a friend was I read books. And that sounds so sad, but it's it's true. Like, I, I yourself in pop culture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. I immersed myself in pop culture and I learned how people think and behave wow. through through books. And I mean, I don't think that solely helped me make friends, but mm-hmm. I think it certainly uh, gave me an idea of what people think of and hear, like in the U.S. versus like back uh, back in my grandparents' home in India, in rural Kerala, which is like a a, a state in India. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it was just like like from that I from that childhood experience. Like, I found solace in stories. And then as I grew older, I found different types of stories, like anime, like K-dramas, like manga, mangas or manhwas or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I think it's completely, like, valid as an adult to enjoy 
you know, different types of storytelling. Mm-hmm. And I, like when I was younger, I was like kind of ashamed that I was a weeb, <laughs> and I didn't. I, like re- a I lot didn't... Of people feel that way too, mm-hmm. but as they grow older, they realize like, um, no, I like what I like. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I like what I like, and now I'm I'm proud and like open about it. Mm-hmm. But it was mm-hmm. it was tough for me when I was like in middle school, like puberty I age, mean, I guess. Yeah. Just just talking about like. I was really passionate about like the animes and stuff that I watched, but none of my friends were, and it wasn't, it was hard to, for me to like talk about it because I felt like I would be judged. So um, I guess part of the reason why I want to do this is to tell everyone in the world <laughs> how great these, um, the K dramas, all of these animes and stuff are, mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. it's nothing to be like ashamed of or feel like you're too much of a quote unquote adult to enjoy it, and it's quote unquote for children, you know, mm-hmm, something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't um, even know how that like connotation came about. To like, how come it's okay for people to indulge in like Western media and not and not feel like it, like being being judged for liking it, whereas like if it's a different cultural type of media storytelling it's weird um Mm -hmm. but I think that kind of just shows like you know it's still so ingrained in our like society that western culture is like oh like like that yeah and it's superior so to all you weebs karibus out there like we're here for you like I understand I understand and like even if right now you don't listen to it I I would rec- highly recommend it. I even made like a K-pop holy grail like playlist for some friends. Sure like, to convert you. <laughs> sure to make you at least like tap your feet. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. and um well, I could talk forever about this one like I think for me out of the 3, K-pop really was the one that like oh my gosh, in a non-cliché way like changed my life. Because you know, like there's so many things in your in that your life that will like change your mindset to things or like mm-hmm. change how you feel about the world or blah blah blah, right? But like K-pop was really like my like safe like safe haven, like safe space pretty much. Like when you when you find music that really just connects with how you feel and like just makes you feel like warm and fuzzies and the warm fuzzies inside and that that was K pop for me. Especially like um shiny um and then soon after that it was bts like i watched one video of bts and i was like who is that <laughs> i love them already and then for me right now it's 17 and like even watching like their variety shows and and um they are like going 17 like looking forward to that every single monday like still like i feel like i don't get to think about i don't have to stress for like you know um that 25 minutes just watching them like play in the snow and like be total dorks and it, it, it makes me happy like, I generally like laugh and I remember when I first bought my first um first k-pop album ever like hard copy one and you know if you if you buy albums you know you get your photo card you get the poster blah 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 right and um I remember when I first bought it I would like open it up and like smell it and like look at it at night and be like whoa this is so this is this is so precious like mm-hmm. um like just looking at them being happy in the photos and like imagining like the songs in my head from that album okay this sounds so weird to people who may not understand but it was it's just so if it, it feels it feels good like you feel safe mm-hmm. and I think like 
not not a lot of music makes you really feel that way and the and the even um crazier part is that i don't understand any korean like pretty much mm. at all besides what i know from like k-dramas like saranghae <laughs> yeah <laughs> really know, that type of stuff but like if music can make you feel that way even without the language barrier like that is that is insane and i think that's the power of music too and mm. That's why in K-dramas, when I hear the music that plays during those sad moments, I still go back straight into the feels. And, like, animes do that too. They just know how to hit you in the feels. Mm-hmm. And then the way they tell the story, the way, like, the angles are. Like, do not even compare camera angles of, like, many Western and, and animated comedies to animes because, like, mm-hmm. it's just, it just doesn't have that same effect. It just doesn't have that storytelling dramatic effect like um that like two second replay scene of like from different angles when the character is sad it's like the sheer amount of like so so first i think sue touched on like like the whole um seeing the album and things like that is kind of like people have people attach a lot to like a lot of feelings to certain things and, like, mm-hmm. when Sue was describing, like, how comforting it was, like, I completely agree. Like, when you have, when you see, like, a K-pop group or, or like, uh, like K-pop artists, you know what type of, like, person they are and what type of music they put out. And it's, like, it's, like, a warm blanket. Like, it's familiar. <laughs> and you, um, like, like, when you listen to them, you feel happy or you you know, associate like, all you, of these positive to them too. Yeah. 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 All of these positive emotions that not only like, you know, make you feel comforted, but also re- elevates your like mental state. Into yeah, it does. Positive. It really does. And, and I think that that kind of sentimental value is so inherent in like K-pop anime, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, all of the K dramas and things that we've mentioned in this podcast before, mm-hmm. and and not only like like at first it's just listening to the music or watching the show and just being like wow this is good this you know hits me right in the in the feels it it, it stirs like an emotion in me but then at, when you move past that stage you realize like wow there's actually an insane amount of work put into this. Yeah. It looks, you know, it it looks like um, it's all it's a, all a perfectly balanced formula, mm-hmm. and it's it takes an immense amount of effort and work in order to make, you know, people feel or think or um, attach sentimental value to like whatever K-pop song, K-drama, or anime it's it is. So easy and, to tell people like how to feel, but it's so mm-hmm. difficult to like make people just induce it in themselves. Like exactly. So, like I don't know. It's like, it's, like it's it's it works. It, it works. <laughs> it works, and it's a certain type. And the fact that it works is just kind <laughs> of betrays like how much work and like thought and like effort and all of these things that we associate with with hard work and making Mm -hmm. things happen Mm -hmm. like that's all this this is and once you get more into these themes and these topics you really start to real you start to appreciate 
all of the work, the 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 angles behind it. Yeah, yeah, and and then the more you appreciate it, the more you kind of you show support for the industry, Mm -hmm. or um, not just support, but also like you spread the love, I guess, and convert other people into it. You really understand like the struggles, but I feel like that it's also. It's also worth mentioning that um, there's many parts of like the K-pop and like entertainment industry in in South mm-hmm. Korea that um, I don't necessarily like, agree, agree with like all their um, you know things that they do like whitewashing of like skin and like fat shaming and like um, extreme dieting and um, all all that kind and of stuff. Exploitation. Um, labor exploitation and don't even get a start i think that's also another episode on mm-hmm. its own where we can talk about how we feel about that and just try to discuss and unpack maybe tougher topics around it um mm-hmm. funny how this episode started out very light-hearted and then we still get into the the deep trenches <laughs> of like okay this is how we're gonna work and years of struggle that Chinese go through and um but it's it's the reality of the industry and I feel like even if as a K-pop lover you can love K-pop but also criticize you know maybe the process that it was like had to come by like like it's it doesn't all just because the result is good doesn't mean it always justifies the entire process to get there you know good to question and it's good the end doesn't justify the means I think that's what you're looking for yeah oh yes that's what I meant (laughs) Um, but yeah, a, a very quick ethics lesson. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I promise there'll be more episodes where we just fangirl about like yeah. certain like K-dramas or like, you know, talk favorite uh, K-pop mm-hmm. artists and like mm-hmm. what they do and all of that. But so s- stay tuned. Tell mm-hmm. all of your friends how much you love this episode and like and uh, subscribe and leave a review. And please um, reach out to us on our social medias mm-hmm. and tell us what K dramas and animes or mangas or manhwas like converted you. Or, I, I hope I'm not conversion is not like in the religious sense. We're not. We're not different. trying to say like we're not selling you like some deity. No, that's not that's not the message we're trying to have here. I guess what we're trying to say is, um, if you haven't given it a try, then I would say like go for it. Hopefully, this episode gave mm-hmm. you some inspiration on what you can start listening to, or um, mm-hmm. just to listen with an open mind. Like no matter what it is, it's always like do things with an open mind. And um, if you don't connect with it, that's fine. Like there's no mm-hmm. judgment whatsoever. But if you do, uh-huh. then I'm so happy for you. <laughs> And tell us, tell us what what you connected with, whether that's an anime or a K drama or a K pop artist or a K group. Like, tell us. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. want to know so we can fangirl with you together. <laughs> we can talk about it in our next podcast. Fangirl, fanboy, whoever you are. We can break it down. We can break it. Fanboy, fan, non-binary person. You know. Yes. Um. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Um, for tuning into this episode. Sanji and I had such a great time talking about it for 30 minutes mm-hmm. and we're already I cannot tell we're already excited to talk about it in another episode in Even the future more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I could write like essays on how great some of this stuff is and like actually talk about like like the content it's gonna be great keep stay tuned I, I straight up wrote like an, a whole assignment about a k-pop song and then my professor after that was like I need to go and check that out and I was like okay. <laughs> 
I, did I just call her someone? Do you like me, K-pop? But, um, yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, make sure to follow us on our social media. Yeah, girl trying to make it. Um, leave comments, rate, view, and subscribe. And with that, thank you so much for listening. Thank Send you. See you next time. See y'all. Annyeong. <laughs>